Welcome back to Horsebroke Podcast Season 2, a podcast centered around real-life families with questionable judgment and lots of wine. This season will take you down the treacherous rabbit hole of expectation versus reality, Amy style. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Horsebroke, the podcast, Season 2, Episode 10. Tonight, myself, Hannah, Alex, and Jen will be talking about the expectations versus reality of getting a baby horse. Woo-woo! Cheers. <sighs> oh, the fun with babies. <laughs> oh, my. This is a good one. We have been wanting to record this one for a while. So first off, let's all go around and talk about our said babies. <laughs> Alex, start us off. So, uh, my baby is Miss Rose. I bought her as a three-year-old horse who literally had no idea what she was doing. I got on her and I was like, does this horse know how to turn? And they're like, uh, probably not. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the baseline to where I started this horse. I almost ran into a couple lesson kids along the way. So there's that. But... <laughs> We have come quite a ways from that, but the experience has been unlike anything I've ever experienced before, because this is the first baby, I guess, that I've, like, trained, quote, Um, but the first baby that I've gotten the chance to, like, bring up, and uh, oh my gosh, it has been such, like, a roller coaster. What about you, Jen? Tell us about your baby. (laughs) So, yep, I... (sighs) The, the The original story is that a baby was not in the picture. I had a very clear mindset. Uh, I had a shopping list of any horse color. I had a preference for a bay, but I was like any horse color ages 9 to 12 that is still green eligible. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was it. So... But what ended up happening was I sat on, you know, and so of course when you when you go to the barns and there's all these horses that are for sale there, usually somebody talks you into trying something else while you're there. They're like, I know this isn't really what you said you were looking for, but why don't you try sitting on this one too? Because this is how it all happens. It always right. happens this way. <laughs> um, so that is how it happened. Um, it was the last, no, it was the facility to the last of our day. And she ended up saying, she's like, I know, I know you're looking for something between nine and 12, but I have this four-year-old who happens to be coming up on the trailer right now. And she was not kidding. The trailer was pulling in with him. Um, So thankfully I was not, not thankfully, I hate to say it like that. Um, I did not, I was not his first ride off the trailer we did get to watch the pro ride and then my trainer also a pro rode before i got on um but he literally came off the trailer so i watched what he looked like as he came barreling off a trailer backwards (laughs) um but what ended up happening was when it was all said and done we came home back to north carolina and we were sitting and weighing all the pros and cons of all the different horses that we had tried and CJ ended up being the calmest. He had no nervous energy to him whatsoever. He was the same horse whether I was long or chipped. And when it so he 
his his abilities felt very on par with everything else that I had sat on that day. And it was like, well, if you can have horses of all the same, you know, level of quality or level of current brain, but this one you get extra years with, Mm -hmm. that was the choice I ended up making. Um, Scam, scam, (laughs) by the way, scam. I don't, you know, that horse had a brain that day. I don't know where it went by the time he came to North Carolina, but um, no, I'm, I mean, I'm somewhat teasing, not completely though. Um, Sweet, see, yeah, right? but, but uh, it, uh, I was a strong believer. I'm still a strong believer that a green rider does not belong on a green horse. Green and green makes black and blue. It's my favorite saying. I stick to it. Um, while it has made me blue emotionally, he's yet to make me black from throwing me. So at least there's that. <laughs> but you're right, um, which we'll get to more as, as we get further in. But uh, it has been a very rewarding, rewarding experience. But I, I almost, throwing this out here as a caveat, I almost wonder – if it's rewarding because of how terrible it was. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you have to put things in perspective, you know? Right? Like, you have to have all those really, really low lows to appreciate, like, the moderate highs. Exactly. Like, well, had I just started with something that just kept me at a moderate high, you know, maybe I'd feel a little differently. But but anyway, moving on. <laughs> Hannah, your baby. So I got Z after I had tried a ton of different horses. Um, I had a small budget because I was just right out of college and I had tried several thoroughbreds and I had a couple of them fail with the vet because they had some previous racing injuries that they didn't um, disclose with me. Lovely. And um, (laughs) so then I stopped looking at thoroughbreds altogether. And I made the decision that, you know, I had some experience, you know, working with my trainers, younger horses. She, um, my trainer at the time had, um, done some breeding with Arabians. So she had a lot of baby Arabians and young green things around that she let me ride. And so I had some experience with that. So I made the decision that instead of going the thoroughbred route, that I just needed something young and healthy and willing because I, with my budget, I was going to have to get something a lot older that I was going to have limited time with, or I could get something really young, healthy, and bring it up myself with the help of trainers. And so I made the decision to just go that route because that's what I could afford at the time. And um, so I got Z um, when he had just turned five. So he was a bit of an older baby, but he had hardly any experience whatsoever. He had done um, a lot of the Western halter shows when he was one and two. And then um, he sat for a long time. And then the people that had him at the time um, had him in some basic training for Western pleasure, but that was it. He, uh, he really didn't know how to do anything. Um, he, uh, was dead broke, which what really, you know, sold me on him was how willing he was and how sweet and calm and kind and everything. But 
he knew nothing other than he could slightly go around and <laughs> I I bought him and you know a lot of the times I'm like if I had a different trainer that would have you know helped me along with the process, I probably wouldn't have Z um, because at that time, that trainer, she had wanted me to lease something from her and I was set on getting my own horse. So I didn't really have much help when I picked him out. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know that I would have bought him. I don't know that a trainer would have recommended this horse to me. I bought him. I said, I'm bringing him home. He's fine. And so began the um, several year long journey. Um, This upcoming this spring, Z will be nine. So we're coming up on four years since I got him. So it has been quite a long journey and quite the roller coaster. Um, And I'm excited to share about that with you guys. So you bring me up to my first um, expectation versus reality of babies. So the expectation that I thought, my expectation for buying a baby was you can, you know, was, was the budget, was if you don't have a lot of money and you can't you know, buy into exactly what you want right now to be competitive, an option that is available for you is to purchase something cheaper, something that is, you know, un, a hidden talent, you know, go find your diamond in the rough, um, something that has no proven show history or anything. So you buy this cheap baby and you hope that you had a good eye for it and that it will turn out to be very talented. And then you will have found a way to enter into the sport at a price that you could afford. Mm-hmm. Reality, when it's all said and done with the years of training board and the years of like the schooling shows and all the things you have to do to get all of that stuff moving, mm-hmm. you have spent more than had you just bought something that was already ready to go. hundred percent agree. It, I swear <laughs> by sure. it. That is been my reality. If anybody else has figured this out, good for you, but that is not how things worked out for me. I still wouldn't change it, (laughs) but my reality was more so that you're still spending the same amount of money, probably maybe even more, um, but maybe it's spread out a little bit better. Yeah. 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 I would say that's that's one benefit is that the – the money does get spread out some, but I mean, you definitely, in the end, I wouldn't say you save much money at all. I mean, no. it took, <laughs> I got Z and it took probably two and a half years before he could just go do the long syrup at the local shows and yeah, us not make a complete fool out of ourselves. <laughs> So I mean, if you add up all the board and the training rides and the lessons and everything I did for that first two and a half years, I mean, that would add quite a bit of money onto uh, the budget for a horse if I had had that money up front. Yes. <laughs> it does that not is. happen as uh, quickly as you may think it will. I expected to be able to, you know, have him going in a few months. I'm, I'm going to teach him 
you know, poles and then we're going to do cross rails and he's going to be jumping three foot real soon. And, you know, we'll just do our first pose. Oh, no, 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 no. This poor horse, I thought at one point, oh gosh, it was probably like six to eight months after I bought him. I thought I was going to have to get rid of him because I was like, he's never going to jump. He's literally never, oh my gosh. never going to jump. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> okay. So tell us a little bit about Rose when you first got her then. Oh my gosh. This nightmare. So I, of course, like same as you guys, I thought this great thing. Oh, I don't have the money to buy that automatic, beautiful performance hunter horse that was able to go around and jump like four foot on the buckle. So I'm going to spend money on a baby who has potential. <laughs> and lo and behold. Such potential. <laughs> Lo and behold, all it cost was a little piece of my soul and mental health <laughs> before I could get this horse to properly go around a course. Because, oh my gosh, like I did not calculate because I was like you. I thought, oh yeah, in a couple months we'll be going over poles and then we'll do the cross reels. We'll go to the local shows and we'll kill it. Yeah, no. This horse was terrified to go over a flower box. Like lost it. Oh. I like I tried her up to it, and she backed up the whole length of the arena. She's like, absolutely not. I can't. Oh, no. <laughs> like I just saw in her little brain, she was comprehending this. She was like, okay, so you want me with you on my back to go over that? Are you kidding me? <laughs> lost it. And of course, I I was dead set on getting a gelding too, which is even more hilarious because like I didn't even factor in like, oh, mares have attitudes sometimes, and they have opinions and thoughts. So. <laughs> Factoring in all of this, like first time owning like a baby, baby horse, first time owning a mare and me having no background experiences on mares. So it was this whole fight like that we had probably for like six months to a year of go over the jump and her being like, no, I don't want to. I'm like, do it. I paid money for this show. Like, and after all the yep. shows and everything that I've spent money on, like, I, I genuinely wonder, I, I probably, I should have just bought the nice horse, you know? I, yeah. I, I didn't, I did not even factor in that part. I didn't think about the shows that we wasted oh, yeah. money on yet. Oh, God. If we, add, if we add that to the total that has already been counting, exactly. we're, we're getting quite a lot of money here. <laughs> yeah. The amount of shows where this horse has slammed on the brakes embarrassing in front of the whole crowd me waving at the judge being like sorry like (laughs) i cannot like oh my gosh i can't even i can't even fathom the amount of like embarrassment that i went to oh yeah and not to mention our first rated show the first jump i ever like pointed her towards we slammed into completely crashed it it was the loudest like crack and go through the whole like showgrounds i was like hey it's me my first show with my baby horse hello everyone Oh, gosh. So the blood, sweat, and tears that go into making a baby horse, like, even able to go around on the flat calmly and nicely, mm-hmm. like, yeah. even doing that by itself is a lot. Because I remember the first year we did a lot of working with her leads. Because, Jen, I know you talk about, too, with CJ's leads oh, and stuff. Yeah. Leads. Uh, like a whole straight year of, like, please pick up this lead and her being like, but what about the left one? And I was like, no, I didn't ask for the left one. I asked for the right one. And like, even just that, like simple things that are auto, like are already built into the horses that you use, like on lessons and stuff. They already know how to do it. Yep. Like, Wait, yes. I have to teach this? Yeah. Yes. Z was so inverted 
when I first got him and he would mm -hmm. love to counterbend. And so I was constantly fighting with him, you know, trying to get him to straighten out, but then he would turn way too far in. And then mm -hmm. I would try to push him over with my leg and he'd go way the other way. And I was like, <laughs> why can't you just walk in a straight line? Like, what is the problem? Because he's yeah. a rubber band. <laughs> like, I do not know what to do. But yeah, the oh, fight, no. you said that word fight. And I was like, yeah. That is exactly what it was. It was a fight for like the first yeah. year to do anything. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're still there. Um, you know, we're, <laughs> we're still at the fighting stage. Um, in a lot of ways, um, I got it easier than some. Uh, CJ does naturally like to jump. So that has not been the problem. There's He's never stopped. Um, our problems are more so like leads Anything that isn't his right lead is wrong, apparently. Um, <laughs> he is very comfortable counter cantering, but will not give you that left. Uh, I know I've talked about that, our first show experience, how he definitely missed the lead multiple times. And then we finally changed directions. And I was like, okay, great. Now we've got it. And then he picked up the other one. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I'm so proud of you, question mark. I switched right. it now, oh. mom. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, little man. But our big, right. But the things that I never, I didn't know you needed to teach. Mm -hmm. Straightness. Straightness in between a line of jumps. Like mm -hmm. the in to the out. Not swerve to the right, swerve uh -huh. to the left, then add a little bit more right in and then splice it. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how you turned that into a seven stride. It was not. It was a four. Where are we going? Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, he's so, so, so super willing. Um, but uh, my favorite joke with him is like, you know, the, the hamster wheel is turning, but the hamster is dead. Oh, you hear, he still has baby brain and I'm almost wondering if at this point it's just his brain um we'll give him a little bit more time before we say definitively that he just did not uh develop a brain um <laughs> but yeah the same with like the time spent like when so as far as budget was concerned um I bought CJ on a smaller budget because I had just started I had been working, but I was just getting up to about a year in my career field. So now I like had the money to kind of start doing stuff. My plan originally had actually been to just go lease for another year and then come into my third year of my career. I was going to have that hefty, lofty budget to go shopping for the the horse with the buttons, the horse that was going to just do the things and I can just sit there and focus on me. Um, but instead we decided to shop with half the budget just to see what was out there. And, and that's of course how this all came into play. Um, but I still certainly thought that I was going to, I, I, I had a, apparently very lofty goal. I thought that pre-adults, our first year together seemed very reasonable, you know, that the two foot six, no. I still haven't jumped two foot six with him. I, my goal right now is long stirrup. Actually, actually, guys, my goal right now is to pick up the damn left lead. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know if that even counts as a curse word. I don't, I don't know, but the the gosh darn dang it left freaking lead. Okay, that's my goal. Twenty twenty one 
left lead. Yeah, and I think that is a definitely another um, expectation <laughs> is to have these huge goals. And then in reality, it's like, oh, can we pick up the left lead? Can we walk in a straight yeah. line? Let's make that yeah. our goal for the week. By the end of the week, we can walk down the long side of the arena without zigzagging <laughs> like I mean it just it right. turns into that <laughs> and then you celebrate that yes. and then you're like wow realistic like wow I'm I'm so you're like patting your horse's neck and making like a big ceremony out of it and you're like yay we went straight for 10 yards yep. and you're like wow <laughs> this is where I'm at in my life right now what a great decision this was Jeez. like how exciting is that like every little thing is like a milestone we did it yep like life is so exciting with a baby horse. Like you just don't get that with a experienced like pro that knows what they're doing. Like you can't pat them for picking up the correct left lead because they already know how to do it. You know? Can too. I think I would have no problem telling that horse that already knows how to do his job that he did a good job doing it. Yay! Oh, here's a treat. Um, <laughs> and then uh, what was the other one? I forgot something that I thought was, oh, oh, the other things. Okay. Scam, scam number, whatever. Um, when does the horse learn to stand on the cross ties? What part of horse training is that? Because we're not there. We're still not there either. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this whole like, oh, you can, you can lead him. Like, mm, no, he really just like, so he will either throw his head down to get grass and if you if you're preemptive, if you know he's about to throw his head down to get grass, and so you know like you're prepared for it, he throws his head up like a giraffe and gets the leaves off the tree. <laughs> so he has planned for this. We've got options. So we we can't we can't lead, and we don't stand on the cross ties. <laughs> I forgot about that when I first got Z. It for like the first year, he could not just walk next to me correctly on the lead rope. Oh. He would try to like constantly switch to the other side of me, go way too slow, go way too fast. Like he could not, oh gosh, this is bringing back some crazy memories. I remember being so <laughs> frustrated that I just couldn't go get him from his pasture and have a nice walk up to the barn. No. Like yep. it was so complicated. I was like, why do you have to keep switching sides? Like just walk straight. Yes. Oh man. Like that is fight number one starts before you're even grooming and it, it's, it's right there. It's like, just walk with me. Yep. So yeah, I don't know where the baby handbook, I don't, who, where is the baby handbook? And like, everyone should have to read it before you purchase a baby because it will change your mind. <laughs> well, and I feel like it would be endless pages long because yes. you know they're all so different too that you know this is going to mm -hmm. work for one but it's not going to work for the other and this one is going to have this issue but this one's going to have this i mean z as far as when we were trying to learn to jump sweet boy was so willing he i got lucky with him that he was not a stopper or spooking at the jump mm -hmm. He would just clobber them every time, just completely <laughs> knock yep. the whole thing down. It didn't matter if it was a little bitty cross rail. He would just wham. Like he would he would try to pick up his front feet and he would either 
go ahead and knock it by like tripping and hitting it with his front feet. If the front feet somehow magically made it over, the back legs just didn't leave the ground and were drug behind. And so then the whole thing would just come down. I need, I need to find some videos of when I first got him because it is, it is tragic. And so that's why I was like so upset and having like a mental breakdown after I had had him for several months because I was like, he is just not going to be able to do it. He can't do it because I mean, he's trying, it's not a behavior issue, but he just, (laughs) he cannot physically do it. But eventually, eventually he learned how the feetsies work. (laughs) It takes a very long while to learn how the feetsies work. <laughs> yeah, we're still not there. And it's funny because like now, um, now because I, I have the opportunity to ride Joey, I have a better understanding of like the weirdness in which is CJ. Um, Sorry, I'm distracted. I was trying to not be distracted. John, this looks really cool. Thanks. <laughs> We're uh, melting. For, this is for everybody's Christmas candles. We're melting peppermints into like shapes. This oh, one's that's so cool. Ooh. So, yeah. Cool. Yes, I'll help me. Oh, now that I'm like on Joey and I understand like what it's like to ride a horse that knows where his legs are, I'm very cognizant of when CJ does not know where his legs are and it's not all the time but it is sometimes like we'll get going to something and i'm like okay pony boy has no clue where he is in space right now like (laughs) you can tell that he was just flinging the appendages forward but with no concept of where they're actually going to end up which is just wild to me uh i don't know at what age horses learn where their legs are you maybe you guys can let me know since both of your guys' horses have figured out their legs. Absolutely no, not. <laughs> I mean, apparently not yet. It took Z, I would say, a year, a good year from when I got him. So he was like, he was like six ish before it started to click. And then I would say it didn't re- like he was not like consistently going over fences nicely until like another year after that. I mean, it took forever. It took so long. And I mean, the end result, yeah, I mean, the end result, he, he can jump great now. Well, well, not now since he's had all this time off, but you know, before I leased him out, he was at a point where he could jump two, three, two, six. Great. No problem. But it just, it took him forever. And I think that's just something else you like, you can't know what to expect with babies is because you, you don't know what, which ones are going to pick things up quickly and which ones mm-hmm. are going to have, you know, behavior issues like stopping or they're scared or they just don't understand how to move their legs correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you just, you don't, you don't never know what you're going to get. So you really, you can't have an expectation there. And I feel like that's something most people don't think about is, you know, you, you have all these expectations of it's going to do this and we're going to have this plan and this, but you, you can't because you have no idea what is going to be hard for that horse and what behavior issues are going to come up and how long it's going to take them to learn certain things. So yeah. good Plus luck. It's hard <laughs> they're, they're growing yes. while they're going through the training process. So they're like still trying to figure out how the heck to use their body. 
you yes. know like their butts higher than their shoulders are higher than their butt and like yeah. they have no idea how to use their body and we're expecting them we're being like hey you need to figure out where to put your feet and they're like i don't know what that is so <laughs> what's a foot i don't get foot? it i don't understand i don't know where to put that and then plus once you teach them lead changes like that all gets flipped upside down oh boy like it all gets like turned on its head flipped upside down i was like i think i speak for all of us don't buy a baby if you have any expectations or goals, if you're just like, if you're just here for the ride, yes, for the go ahead and buy a baby. Go for it. Yeah. If you're like, wow, I would like to jump three foot before I'm 45, don't buy a baby. Mm-hmm. No. Don't do it. No. I mean, don't. If you think I, I would like to be, you know, in the show <laughs> ring in this division doing X, Y, and Z at this point in time. Nope. 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 Because you don't know. You are on your horse's time, especially with a baby. You are on their time. Have you guys had any experiences with – so I'm just wanting – I want to know how much of this is normal and how much (laughs) of this is, like, something scary. Um, Like, regression. Like, they totally understood how to do something and everything was fine. And now, all of a sudden, something very simple that they used to do, no issues, is now a full-blown – catastrophic emotional event oh yeah completely sure. normal Fantastic. oh yeah Especially i would say that changes, like- <laughs> yes i would say that all the time that we would take you know three steps back to take one step forward i mean yep. it was <sighs> it, it was rough i mean and it, i'm and, not sure there's enough wine for this episode yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> i need to go out and get another another bottle yeah i I don't know that I would, I, I guess I would do this again, have a, a similar, you know, experience, but I would have to have a different mindset of, you know, I'm, I'm going to just play this out on my own time or on my horse's time. And, you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not on a schedule. I'm not going to expect the horse to be able to, to perform in this way by this time period and mm-hmm. make plans to do X, Y, and Z with the horse. Like, I think I would just have to have a completely different mindset to go into and it. And plus, you you went ahead and you got the horse that kind of knew what he was doing too, right? After you got Z, um, like so Ben, like so yes. you went out and got Ben. So how does that feel having like a horse that like knows what he's doing as opposed to like starting like fr- like from scratch with Z? You know? Oh, it was yeah. I mean, it was quite an adjustment. I remember the first time I rode Ben and I just flatted him, and mm-hmm. we did. Um, some lead changes just across the diagonal in the ring. And I was Mm -hmm. like, did he switch? And everyone was like, yeah, (laughs) what do you mean? Like, he's fine. Like, yeah, he switched. And I was like, do we have it? We have the lead. Oh my gosh. Like a lead change, a clean change. Uh, (laughs) I was like, what is this? Like I just stepped out and he did it. And you know, it was, it was so shocking. So that took me a while to get used to things like that. And then, um, I, I did really like the experience of being able to work on myself more than working on um, training Z because Um. my skills, I know we've mentioned this, uh, my skills regressed with um, working with just Z and going back Mm -hmm. to all the basics he needed to learn. Um, And that is not something I expected at all. I expected, you know, since I can 
you know, ride at this level, then I'll be great for this horse and I'll bring it up to my level. And Z was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to bring you down to my yes. level. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Literally the next one that I just wanted to talk about. Like the expectation, you and your baby are going to grow together. Reality, no. You both like digress together. Yep. Like <laughs> you, he doesn't get to lean on your experience and you don't get to lean on his. Like both of you just catapult back down to cross rails, ground poles, cavalettis, mm -hmm. and you hang out there for longer than you ever would have thought. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. And your equitation regresses immensely. Yes, like, that just I suffer with the that. Baby horse, oh. like trying to stay on the baby horse. You're like flailing your legs, trying to like grab onto mane and <laughs> the whole experience. And like your equitation's like, well, I look like crap and I'm probably going to look like crap for the next couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I never ever thought about equitation classes like I didn't do equitation with Z ever until mm -hmm. I got Ben that is when I all of a sudden had an interest in doing et classes because I was like oh I can equitate when I'm not having to you know constantly you know <laughs> mess with the horse and correct the horses every exactly. step and guide him through you know I can actually focus on my Look riding how nice. Look how nice <laughs> I can think about putting my heels down uh -huh. because I don't have to make sure he's going straight he's yep. just gonna go straight uh -huh. <laughs> and even like counting your distances and like getting all of that you're like wow I can work on that now now that my horse is yes. slamming on the brakes every single fence like, um, what a concept good times buy a baby good times <laughs> yeah and I remember that being really hard for me too because I was you know jumping I wasn't like as experienced as I am now but I was jumping like two six confidently and then when I got Z we were back down to just flatting and then poles and then cross rails forever and I remember being you know upset and jealous of my friends who we would go to the show and they would be in their two six division or their three foot division and I was like I'm gonna try to get a blue ribbon in the cross rail beginner class today <laughs> yeah. and it was you know it was just kind of discouraging to me you know sometimes how long we had to stay there and so I think that's something that you need to be prepared for too if you get a baby is you know you may be in the lower levels for quite some time mm -hmm. and you should actually expect yeah. to be be prepared to compete against bow ties yep mm -hmm. yeah bow ties the, yeah the little bows yeah I don't know how to say that yep <laughs> oh Ugh. yeah mm -mm. I know and I say this and I'm like because I still haven't really done anything yet with CJ and like my goal well my goal Two years ago was uh, the pre-adults. Now I'm like, man, I wonder if we'll make it to long stirrup this year. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so hard, too, because other horses will progress faster than yours. Yeah. And, like, that makes you reconsider your life. Right. Yeah. So, like, my horse isn't doing what they're doing. And, they're like, she's the same age. And we started the same. And you're like... You just have to work on their schedule and it's hard because you want to work on your schedule. And when you go to show in those lower level classes, you've got, you know, the kids or even adults that are on the push button lesson horses. And so oh, you yes. have to go. That's all long stirrup was with VNZ. I was up against all the teenagers that were on the perfect lesson horses. And so while I'm struggling to land the correct lead and to get our distances <laughs> and go straight, they're just like, bum, 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 
perfect, 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 perfect. And so it's, that was really hard too. But once you get to that point. We have nothing to look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) No, but when. It's all a lie. But when you do perform well, it is so rewarding. And you feel so good knowing, hey, I just did better than them. And I'm on a horse that has no idea what's going on. And, you know, (laughs) I did this. I did the long stirrup course. And I did it well. Like, if it wasn't for me, we wouldn't have done well. But, you know, with them, you know, they're on a made horse. So it's Mm -hmm. it's pretty rewarding. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's like the best part about it, too. Like, through all those, like, those hardships and all the, like, steps back that you take, like, those steps forward are so rewarding, especially if it's a big step forward. Like, just me getting to show Rose at three foot this past summer was, like, so incredible after all those shows that I paid for of her refusing (laughs) every single freaking jump. And, like, she was able to go around and jump things and go forward. Like, yes, we have little things to work on, but, like, holy crap. Incredible. But it's nice when it's just the little things. When they're yeah. when the when the, the course itself isn't a catastrophe, mm-hmm. so that you can just work on some small things here and there. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, since we successfully went over it, exactly. now we can talk about, you know, That's finding like the, you know, finding the hunter gap to it. Oh, exactly. exactly. Yeah, that was the goal for the first like year that I showed Z. I was like, can we just make it through the course like can we make it over every cross rail without knocking one over can I finish before I'm disqualified (laughs) (laughs) before I'm asked to leave the ring Ryder you've been excused yeah it's the worst and they always they just say thank you Ryder (laughs) peace out I'm gonna go home on my baby horse and cry Yep. Great. Thanks. Thanks. Enjoy my money. It was fine. Gosh, the hundreds of like even thousands of dollars I spent on this darn horse going to shows because we need the practice. Right. Yeah. At what cost to my mental health did that come? (sighs) Jen, are you looking forward to it? No. But listen, you your baby is an exception, I feel right. like. Right. Well, and you've put a ton yes. of work into him now. So yeah. I think you're going to have a better experience when you start consistently showing him than we did because we just kind of oh, yeah. went in blind. <laughs> I will say I did in I did end up feeling like I really benefited from the pandemic because horse shows came to a halt and for the most part still stayed fairly slow. There wasn't a pressure to take him to anything. So we did really get to spend the last year, year and a half just practicing this stuff at home. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that when we get there that he's not going to be like, nah, I've never seen this before. <laughs> it's, it's possible. Um, but I am hoping that because we got to do, we got to spend a lot more time at home trying to fix things that, um, some, some of our problems will be ironed out before it costs me a thousand dollars to pick up the wrong lead. (laughs) Hoping. I was crossing my fingers for that. Um, you know, no guarantees, but (sighs) and then, so in around here, well, this isn't necessary. So when I was in Florida, 
there was a lot of opportunity to go to local shows that had a fairly competitive circuit of people that were riding on it. So, I mean, you were still getting, you were still going up against some pretty nice horses, but you could do the show for 200 bucks, $160 was the division plus the stall, you know, so it, it was very affordable, um, you know, by comparison. At the time, I thought that was really expensive. Um, and then I came here and they don't have like a local schooling show circuit that you can really get on. They have started one and we have gone to a couple of the shows from it and it does seem like it's going to be really awesome and really cool um, and is inexpensive. I think it's it's like $65 for the division. It's very oh affordable. Yeah, very affordable. Um, so, but that was the concern. It's like all of a sudden there isn't anything to even go and have those baby mistake moments mm-hmm. because the, the, it was it was a thousand dollars. It was one of those C rated shows, and they're very expensive here. Oh, I mean, I'm sure they're expensive God. everywhere, but it was not it was not the same. So, I mean, if if you're gonna walk in the ring and pick up the wrong lead, I would much rather pick up the wrong lead and blow sixty five dollars than a thousand. Oh, oh yeah, just usually. Those <laughs> shows are so invaluable. Yeah. Yes. The amount of shows and the amount of different experiences we were able to have at those shows too, because yeah. for baby horses, like every single jump is a brand new thing. Mm-hmm. Like yes. they don't start to generalize everything until like a little while after they've been jumping. And so all those local shows that I've been to were like such great experiences, like whether it be like hunter fences, they're like the green and browns. And then we did some jumper classes too, but like all the different colors and stuff. And I mean, she saw a whole lot and now we're finally starting to generalize things. And oh my gosh, it's phenomenal. <laughs> Hooray! 10 out of 10 would recommend. Oh, great. Um, I am kind of excited. So there's an in-barn show coming up at the very beginning of January. So just a couple weeks from now. And it is a jumper show by nature. Um, but it's an in-barn show. So I'm literally going to go. I mean, why wouldn't I? Right. But I am kind of looking forward to seeing like if it's very different for not Joey. Joey doesn't care. Joey will jump anything you put in front of it's just it's Joey. Joey's great. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if CJ is like, whoa, what is this? Or, you know, or if he like tries to go like hunting down the lines. And plus so, they'll like feed off your nerves too. You can see how they like respond oh, to you. Because like Rose, oh my gosh. She like reads me like a book, man. Like when I'm at the show, she like, will look at me and be like, take a deep breath. I'm like, <laughs> like panicking. <laughs> Um, right. to tell me to take a deep breath because your horse senses it she knows yeah. anxious and, yeah. and so like well shoot i wish she didn't because i'm panicking right only one of us is a lot of panic and exactly. i need this moment i need to yeah. keep a calm cool collected head and i'm over here like hyperventilating so yeah. so true <laughs> all right is there anything else about having a baby that we should touch on i'd like yes 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 okay expectation versus reality of buying a baby. Everybody get ready to laugh with me. You can't see my air quotation marks, but here they are. It's an investment. Oh, yes. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I will say, I, I know myself personally, for sure. I bought CJ as an investment. I said, okay, here is like kind of a baseline price to to purchase this very nice imported warm blood hunter, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, I will put him with a trainer to campaign him for two years and then I'll flip him. And for the amount of money that I make by flipping him, I'll be able to buy that made horse that can already cart me around. Mm-hmm. Ha! <laughs> what a lie. I told myself the exact same thing. I was like, let me justify this to myself and also to my mom who I was trying to like, I was talking to her and be like, yeah, mom, this makes sense. Like I'm going to buy this horse. I'm going to do this. And she's like, yeah, okay, Alex, you're going to resell this horse. All right. Right. Sure. Oh. <laughs> I was yeah. like, no, 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 I'll resell her for like this amount of money and I'll buy a nicer horse and then this will be great. And my mom's like, yeah, okay. I've been in the horse business for way too long to know that that's not going to work. <laughs> I even got two very nice offers for CJ from good people. No. No, like, and even the fact that they like gave me the offer like made me sad and depressed. And I was, and <laughs> like, I was like, okay, so clearly I'm not emotionally set up to ever let this horse go. Mm-hmm. So he needs to come off the market. He's not an investment piece. This is my horse for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. It is not happening. Oh, yeah, this no. My kid. Um, yep. Flashback to last December when we just leased Z out, didn't sell him, leased him out. I had a mental breakdown and was behaving like someone had passed away. I mean, I was so <laughs> sad. I was so upset. And I am just, I can... I couldn't do it. I cannot be a, I could not be a person that, you know, gets horses in and works them and then flips them. I mean, I just, I get so attached and I, especially the oh, longer yeah. you're with them. I was like, I've put so much into him. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't even care anymore that, you know, that he, you know, is not going to be able to continue to move up the levels with me. It's just like, I'm, I'm just so attached. Like I can't get rid of him. I cannot. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my that brings me to a funny point. That was my backup plan, too. So when I emotionally came to the decision that I could never sell CJ, that my investment was a poof of smoke that was gone with my dreams of the AOs. No, I'm kidding. The AOs are still my dream, but man, they are way in the future. Um, but then my second thought was like, OK, all right, so you'll never be able to sell him, but you'll you but lease him lease him out right so i mean like there are some nice horses that people are leasing out for for pretty good amount of money and i was like cool so i'll even actually make money off this horse and then it was the idea of like not seeing my horse for a year it was horrible and not knowing what the other person is doing to oh. the horse or with the horse and i'm not even saying it from like a negligence standpoint because usually those expensive leases you mm-hmm. can more or less expect that your horse is going to be well taken care of but it doesn't matter it's my baby and yeah. he doesn't like that kind of treat. And I don't like that you pulled his mane that short and you know, yeah. So yeah, 10 out of 10 would not recommend leasing your horse out. Um, like as far as like an offsite lease, if you are somewhat attached even because they took great care of him as far as like, you know, his health and like feeding him and he was in a good barn, had lovely turnout, et cetera. Great great situation like that and it didn't matter like I was still no yeah I was still so upset about it and I just kept telling myself like okay you know I'm gonna like the more time that goes by I'm gonna get over it I'm gonna get over it you know and I got Ben I was like "I'm, I'm gonna get over it year later 
and I am so happy to have him home. I could just scream. I was so happy to have him come home. And I was like, it's been a year, so I'm clearly not going to get over this. I mean, he's just, he's got to stay in the barn and somebody can ride him there. That's fine. But you're not yep. leaving again. <laughs> it's just literally it. So the expectation of buying a baby for any reason other than for you to love it forever is just no like you that's it don't don't buy a baby for any other reason don't buy a baby if you want to reach a certain goal by a certain time Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Don't buy a baby if you think you're going to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you have no soul and you don't fall in love with it. I mean, I guess somebody out there can do it. <laughs> I certainly cannot. Hannah could not. Nope. Alex cannot. Nope. Um, <laughs> let's see. What else? Uh, don't, yeah, don't buy a baby if you want to continue to work on your own riding. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> because it is no longer ever about you. It will forever be about the baby horse and what the baby mm-hmm. horse needs. You wanted to have anxiety before that show? Mm-mm. Can't nope. do that. Nope. Only one freak out aloud. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. But, but to close this out, we should all circle back on how of uh, the, the benefit, the perk, like that reality of having a baby and seeing it click for them yes. mm-hmm. and watching that connection grow and develop together as a team and know that, man, a year ago, this is not where we were. This is not what we could do. Mm-hmm. And when it when it is a baby, that feeling is so amplified because it's your hard work mm-hmm. and the horses. It's your hard work. It's the time, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the 6,000 times you've come home to your spouse and been like, I don't know why I do this anymore. Like <laughs> I may as well just take my cash money and light it on fire. Yep. <laughs> it is the, but the reward for it yes. is unlike anything else. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. It's Absolutely. definitely the most rewarding experience I've had with horses. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, it's wonderful. It's just, I think you just need to have, it comes back to the mindset when you go in to purchase the baby, you Mm -hmm. just need to have the correct mindset of, okay, I'm doing this for the long-term experience and, you know, just make sure you're in it for the right reasons. Because if you have the wrong expectations, then you're setting yourself up to be unhappy so yes exactly I also can't emphasize enough take pictures take videos oh yes look back on all the stuff you accomplished like I wish more videos of Rose being a complete fool like when she was younger when I was like first taking her over her first cross rails and stuff so yeah I got some bad ones Z. I've got some (laughs) rough videos no I was so afraid of like posting anything of CJ being less than perfect, like mm-hmm. on Instagram, you know, because then, you know, somebody might see it and like not want to buy him because he like was imperfect this one time. And that was like really dumb. One, because I'm clearly not going to sell him. And two, like I missed out on a lot. Mm-hmm. I really did. Like for all the pictures that like we don't post because we don't like the way our ec looks or this, that, or the other thing, like. You're missing out on a lot of really mm-hmm. cool opportunities to oh, look back. Yes. Mm-hmm. To like memorialize a huge achievement, mm-hmm. like getting the left lead, which, <laughs> by the way, 
We rode yesterday and CJ picked up his left lead every time I asked for it yeah. and on the backside of every jump. Yes. So proud of him. What a grown man. Which means we probably won't pick up our left lead again this year, but, <laughs> but- it was there. We did do it. <laughs> For the record, it was done. Yes. <laughs> if you purchase a baby, my recommendation is if you can to be in a situation kind of similar to the situation I found myself in and later Hannah found herself into where if you still are trying to learn and grow as a rider, which I feel like we probably all are still trying to do, the benefit of having an older horse who knows the ropes Mm -hmm. so that you can work on you and then bring those lessons back to your baby. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like that was the game changer for me and CJ's relationship was having Joey for me to make my mistakes on. You know, Joey is like, lady, you are not asking for this correctly and I'm not going to do it. And now I know I'm like, well, I know he knows how to do it. So clearly I'm the problem. (laughs) (laughs) But like in being able to learn from that and, you know, on Joey, I can work on my position so that when CJ and I get there, I have that and I can just help CJ with his position. Mm -hmm. So just go ahead and add that into your budget as well. If you're going to buy a baby, also go buy like the maid horse too. I'm just saying. Both Because you're, 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 you're burning all your cash money on fire anyway. So <laughs> Might as well keep it going. <laughs> yeah, me as well. Just, just roll with it. Mm-hmm. It does help. Um, you know, so when I bought the baby, of course, I don't have a lot of riding history myself. So I haven't, I haven't like, achieved a lot of cool goal goals as a junior. I haven't done anything at height. So while I did eventually get over it, that I was just not going to reach those places until CJ and I were ready. Um, I do feel like a better situation would have been. Well, and I guess it's hard to even say that because like both you and you and Hannah, you guys had already done cool stuff before you bought your baby, but it was still disappointing to go back and not be able to go do the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I've never even gotten to the cool stuff yet, so I don't know which one's actually better. Mm-hmm. Maybe mine because I've never done it. I don't know. You have done cool stuff now, though. I haven't. I have been doing some really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do not. No one needs to feel bad for me. I'm, I'm having a great time. And, like, my two horses are super, super cool. Um but yeah, no, it was a long journey to get there. And and then and, and I say it like we're somewhere. We're not. We <laughs> still have a really long journey to go. Um But it's all but we're, doing, but we're doing it together, you know? And mm-hmm. there's a lot to be said about that for sure. Mm-hmm. Anything else, ladies? Last minute advice for anyone foolish enough to traverse down the baby path? <laughs> <laughs> Highly recommend. Yes. Through all the struggles and all the refused jumps and all the times where we've crashed into things, I would still 110% do this again. I would too. So incredibly rewarding. And just to watch like this horse that I brought from like literally not knowing how to turn to jumping these fences and doing lead changes by herself is like incredible. It's like nothing I've ever experienced before and I would do it again in a heartbeat even though my mental health declines. But... <laughs> And yeah, 
<laughs> even if that happened. Yeah. Even even though as I'm explaining it, it still sounds like it doesn't make sense as I'm explaining it. I still mean it. <laughs> oh, so, so true. Babies, man, raise a glass. <laughs> and, get a, and maybe get a second bottle. Yep. <laughs> You're going to need it. thanks so much for tuning in this week be sure to drop by our instagram and share your own personal experiences with us subscribe and review our podcast so you're always up to date with our latest shenanigans remember that everyone is on their own journey so let's all just be kind and pat our ponies